Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host, and your dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have, in the flesh... Daniel! Oh, in the Well, Not digital. at all in the flesh. It's the you, digital You can hear flesh. me? Yeah. The cyber we're, flesh. We're still, we're still socially distanced. We... <laughs> We were socially distancing before it was cool, and we will continue to do so after. <laughs> anyway, uh, go ahead, so, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel here, uh, playing Chet Fleek. Hey, all playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I play Layla. It's Waffle playing Tarajux. We do have uh, one fan letter. Oh, boy. It is... Let's see. Uh, from Kelly, who says, Just writing in to say, I can't believe that every single one of you failed to seize an opportunity to label Terrajux a flight risk during the trial. Oh, oh. no! <laughs> gotta go back! We gotta go back! How did I miss that? It all. Yeah. It's so obvious in hindsight. It really is. Uh, she goes on to uh, say that she will need extra puns to make up for this oversight, which I'm forbidding in advance. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, I think, I think we all kind of missed it because we, we were trying to train ourselves to not pun unless absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Joe will take it out on us. Joe <laughs> has actually installed in each of our computers like a... a zapper that like sends an electrical uh-huh. pulse yeah. through our microphones and headphones. The bottom line is basically if we make too many puns we get grounded. It, and the uh, the shock thing plays a loud beep on my end so that I know to cut that segment out so none of you know I'm abusing my players. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of horrifying actually. Shh, it's okay Matthew. Uh, anyway, Definitely did not have to trim anything out right there. Who wants to give us a recap? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give us the like the five thousand foot view. Uh, so we are invited to a formal event, the crowning of a new Fey queen, monarch. I don't, I don't quite know exactly what the term is. The prime minister. Um, the Fey are getting a new prime minister. And it is Lady Blossom. Yep. And we did that. <laughs> well, <laughs> we stayed out of the way after someone assisted. You're, uh, you're right, yeah. We we had previous dealings, but we are in no way related to this event that is now taking place. No, she did She did that all herself. We, well... we cannot take that away from her or insert ourselves into it in any way, shape, or form. Well, we were busy wasting our time help, trying to go see Belinda. Well, all of us did not help in the immediate. But... Well, <laughs> it would be presumptuous of us to assume that Lady Blossom needed anyone's help in her grand and, might I note, rightful ascension to the throne. Easy there. Easy there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till we see her in person to bow. Like, come on. Certainly has been the long game that she's been playing, though. Well, I mean, yeah. they're Faye, so, you know. Almost 150 episodes. I would think that was wheedling if you hadn't 
already been so genuinely like just groveling Obsequious. or uh, <laughs> trying to write trying to write her coattails since the start but you know for good reason because uh she's They're really smart she's really powerful oh yeah 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 very nice finely tailored custom um love the inner lining it's a nice uh blue and uh green um argyle she's really got the yeah. spring thing going uh-huh yeah 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 and you know just it, incredibly her gorgeous. first act is surely going to be to you know deem our crew as being off limits to any fey interference in tomfoolery mm -hmm. as like just like a whole blanket statement yes uh, um don't be presumptuous we <laughs> <laughs> got a sugar mama we don't know we got a patron we got a patron maybe so many possibilities yeah i'm gonna need all Ooh, of you i to... don't know i don't know how a quill i, like would, a quill I will 100 percent yeah. take a level in warlock well, right now i need all of you to turn in your character sheets and uh make archfey warlocks i think it's more of like an only fan page because we have to pay a subscription fee in order to get anything out of this <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the last thing that happened, other things did happen in that session. Do you guys want to want to talk about that at all? Uh, we visited Valanthe. We found out that really the way to shut off powers is by uh, having adamantine deep within the confines of one's body. Uh, that shuts off hatchling powers. It sure uh, does. Yep. And um, basically that's it. That, that's what we learned. Um, We're like werewolves, and adamantine is silver. Yeah, that's yeah. Exactly except it's right. not the it's not the touch that does it; it's the stabbing that does it. So, well, I I would argue that like with silver bullets, it's not the bullet touching you that does it; it's it's the bullet residing deep within the body. Right, right, right. right. But really, like through the heart, there's a right? lot of different exactly. werewolf silver myth that could yeah. you know it it's it's complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and then we had a long talk about how to get adamantine weapons and what we could maybe possibly do. And it doesn't matter because we're going to the coronation. So everybody get your suits on. Yep. We need to get our finest clothes and be ready to go wherever it is that the invitation takes us. So, yeah. Yeah. Does the invitation have a date that we have to be ready by? Or is it just like you are formally invited? You are formally invited. All right, I I formal up. I go get on my nice, fine clothes. I slick back my hair. I, uh, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of windswept action. Some uh, some light perfuming here and there. Mm -hmm. And then I will wait by the. I assume there is a garden trellis uh, growing, in uh, the presence of the apple tree. I'll wait over there. Yes, you are correct. Leolin wears exactly what he wears every other day. He is not <laughs> going to dress up for this occasion. Wow, that's a bold statement. <laughs> Balrock was at least going to do laundry, even though he doesn't have, like, fancy stuff here. But, you know, dress nice-ish. Trying to decide if Desmond wants to wear his captain's regalia or if he wants to wear his new uh, prophet. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's a tough call. That is that's a tough call. What does your heart say? <laughs> uh, damn it, I'm gonna I'm gonna have him wear his captain regalia because of its being a uh, an affair of the state. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want you need mm -hmm. to be in military dress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. 
What does Aquila have to say about that? <laughs> She'll understand. I, I mean, if you think about it, like a naval uniform is basically still Aquila's holy vestments. Like, right? It's one step removed. Mm. He's still, we'll he's still wearing splashy. Uh, okay, so we'll we'll take we'll take a, a smaller version of my holy symbol and put it on the lapel. Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. Um, what is Chad wearing? It doesn't really have formal wear. Um, so he's just wearing your typical um, green um, tunic. A one one nice green tunic, freshly laundered, probably, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Probably Chad. not. All right. So yeah, there is indeed a a trellis that has grown near the uh, apple bonsai, and Terajex is waiting there in his suit. Yep, I'm a. Uh... If I had a wristwatch, I'd be tapping on it, but uh-huh. um, I'm just I'm pacing back and forth. You could have a pocket watch, right? The gnomes have those. Ah, uh, oh, I absolutely. should get a pocket watch. You're right. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I've got? I've got my um, Aeronauts uh, asphyxiation timer. It's like a dive watch, but for high ups instead of down low. <laughs> the uh, it's and the so, inverse yeah. of a dive watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it is the inverse of a dive watch. So I'm just I'm clicking that. And uh, watching the needle tick down to out of oxygen and then resetting it and clicking it again. If anything, it would be a really good prop for you in the future. Yeah, uh, indeed. But with that that being said, I'll, I'll join Tear Jux at the uh, trellis. Okay. And I think um, as far as weaponry that we are bringing... Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm not like loaded for you know like a, a war, but I got I got Aerial my wand on me. Okay. Just the the one that's not in the upgrade forge that is. Uh huh. Um, because the the Play-Doh adamantine king blood wand is soaking up those good rays. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> we'll see what comes of it. Uh, uh Rock's going to join at the trellis. He is dressed nicely. He's got a vest on with the hammer still sorry, the purse elegantly <laughs> slung over his back. Um he's complaining as he's trying to pull his hair back into a nice looking ponytail, but he doesn't have anything really to hold it, so he's doing his best. Mm-hmm. The beard, of course, is immaculate, but it's oh, the hair that's giving fantastic. him trouble. Yeah. Leyland's still pretty decked out. He's got the 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 crossbow, of course, uh-huh. and then his two uh, scimitars, and then the gun, <laughs> ready. <laughs> this is it. This is gonna be when we use the gun. <laughs> hey, Leyland, well and that. we're never gonna see very it again. Good, hey, Leyland, well where's your that. lightning javelin? <laughs> we God used only, that, didn't we? We have only used <laughs> Yes, I did use that. It's collecting I, dust underneath the bed. In an armory. <laughs> I, Teliferous, you absolutely need to install an armory on Teliferous. Well, we gotta see what uh, 
what new rooms open up when we power it up some more. So. Yeah. And a, and a menagerie. Chad's got plans when for a menagerie. When we steal something mm. else from the Fey and throw it in the yeah. reactor. When we're freely given. Yeah. 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 You're right. Some other ancient Fey relic we're, we're, of immense power. This uh, is given to us uh, freely so that we may destroy it. Yeah. We're not going to question it anymore. We're just going to yeah, yeah, do it. Like, you know what? Yes. What's the we difference to get between... What's the difference between oh. freely given if it's t if you take it and they don't know it? Oh, I mean, if you take <laughs> it, then yeah, there's no Whoa. there's no assumed uh, I mean, you, other you side to take it. Something from the Fey? Mm, I mean, we we do need like uh, we've done like we haven't done worse, though. Fall Rock. Yeah, I, I come running up to the garden trellis, going, "We need a gift. We can't go." <laughs> <laughs> We have given her plenty of gifts. Hardcore channeling my grandma good. right now, Desmond. Yeah. <laughs> we can't Wait. leave yet. <laughs> Hang on. Surely there's something from the wedding preparations I didn't destroy. You can just co-opt that, right? <laughs> sure. Regifting Farak. I mean, you wouldn't be giving it to me anyways. I would have tried to destroy it. So, you know, you're saving it from being destroyed by giving it to her. You know what? You're absolutely correct. Um, we should we should go get like the the wedding card that we had where it's like <laughs> two two hearts coming together and we scribble out one of them so it's no longer amber and we draw a picture of a fey castle <laughs> <laughs> or a crown. Thought. Uh, maybe not the card. Maybe not the card. Yeah, yeah. But but there's like, there's, a nice, though. there's like a nice box of oh, chocolates. And... I'm, I'm gonna go ask Basil and Ivy to make us a nice flower arrangement. Oh, oh yeah. What's the I mean, what's the flower time? language for congratulations Wait, on. on usurping she's, your enemies? She's the Lady of Blossoms. Would that be yeah. insulting to give her <laughs> a bouquet? Is that tacky? <laughs> Black roses. <laughs> mm. uh, no, but like she's still. the Lady of Blossoms. Like, you, I don't know. Maybe we either... like you don't give okay. King Midas any gold. Like you're right. You're right. We should give her. Um, I do feel like something plant themed could be appropriate as long as we're not trying to like upstage her mastery. What if we give her, what if we give her like a not, not a myconid, but like a something from the myconids? <laughs> Just some, give her a mushroom arrangement, a, a jar of spores. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? But they don't. They don't bloom. Joe, do we have any remaining giant produce? Uh, I'm sure that there are some some large okay. vegetables and fruits lying around. I I would like to go locate a improbably large fruit. <laughs> I want to task Basil and Ivy to make us a giant uh, harvest horn then to put all the giant fruit in. <laughs> oh, the cornucopia, God. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, to symbolize a new spring has sprung. But that's the same. Wait, that's, no, this is harvest. This is, harvest. Dude, this is so no, bad. We're, God damn it. We're bad at this. Oh, this is amazing. I wasn't expecting it, but I love it. We're oh going to have a whole God. episode where the party tries to figure out what to bring Lady Blossom for a coronation. And you know what? I am 100% okay with that. You know what? I'm going to no. go make her a card. Somebody call Kelly. Kelly knows. <laughs> she already knows. I pop back upstairs and using my immense ability to forge paperwork, I use that oh, instead to shit. create a, an artfully adorned card using my various paints and ink pens. And... I'm, I'm going to make an ice sculpture of a cherry blossom. Okay. It's good. 
Yep. How do we keep Let's it from it. melting? Magic? Uh, through the, Aquila's grace. Yeah, the, the divine power of Aquila. Um, <laughs> Desmond, kindly make a wisdom check for me. Just a straight wisdom roll. Oh boy. Okay. I know you're good at those. Save some sapphires. 21? Okay. Uh, oh. Yes, you are, after, uh, after some time at work, you're able to produce... How big are you making this? Let's start there. Uh, the like, size of a man. Like, 5'5". Five, five. Okay. How are we going to get that through the... Yeah, uh, so <laughs> the... That's not my problem. I made the ice sculpture. What? I'm an artist. I can't really contain it. God. think about logistics. You know what? No, no, it's fine. Falrock has a belt of giant strength. He'll carry yeah. it. I can carry it. Also, ice is pretty well known for being pretty slippery, so you can just, like, push. <laughs> We're not going to get it dirty the bottom of the sculpture. Come on. Um, okay. You... I, will show, I will show up glistening rather than have the <laughs> sculpture have dirt on the bottom. Yeah, two moist men <laughs> carrying that sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's going to be our follow-up campaign podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, uh, I'm Waffle, and you're listening to Two Moist Men. Carrying, carrying a nice sculpture. Um, yeah, you are able to produce an exquisitely crafted ice sculpture of an apple blossom that is taller than Fall Rock. Wonderful. Ooh. Um, I think this will do it, guys. Would it be tacky to awaken um, a, some kind of spring plant? A little bit. Flower. <laughs> With the experience we had previously of Leyland talking to a plant and it didn't go so well, I think forcing consciousness yeah. into plants should be like yes. a last resort thing. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the curse of <laughs> um, sapiens is not something to yes. be bandied about lightly. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined a perfectly good plant is what you did. Look, then, that anxiety. Why, does this, then why does this spell exist? I, I was wondering the same thing, yeah. I'm sure you'll find an application for it. If, not if we're afraid to use it every time, because the plane's just going to scream at us. To be fair, you, to find... you were like a stranger breaking into that plant's home. Oh, yeah. The casting time is eight hours. Yes. Yep. Holy guacamole. Yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta like, you gotta really need that dough. Alright, I think we should just Everyone ready? Let's go through the trellis. Yep. Yeah. We go. Alright. First I'm gonna need a strength check from Falrock. Oh, okay. Sure. I'm sorry, you can shame me. I've was eating and forgot to get my dice before this. Shame. I'm trying to leave enough silences. Uh that's going captives. to be a total of twenty. Okay. Uh yeah, so you you heft this ice sculpture, which is again taller than you um and carry it through, and we uh, go. through the trellis um you enter the other side to a part of the feywild that you have never seen before Ooh. you are like this is clearly within the domain of spring um everything is sort of a, a fresh clean pale green uh, the sky is uh, robin's egg blue. Um, the air is cool, but not cold. And the sun is warm on on your face as you step through. 
And on the other side is a man dressed in a sharp black suit with faint yellow pinstripes running down it. Uh, He bows and says, You are the adventurers of the tree ship Teliferous? We are. Most excellent. Please follow me. We are excellent. (laughs) Very Uh, good, sir. Follow along. Uh, As we're going, I'm kind of scoping around. Are we in, like, typically these trellises lead to, like, big, well-maintained gardens? Is this the case? Uh, This is not the case. You are in a... Maze? A small courtyard. um, Surrounded by um, walls that are kind of... It's stone, but with, like, wood... um, Wood vines and laid in them so the effect is it's a very interesting sort of architecture that you've never really seen before Mm -hmm. um you are led out of this courtyard and into what you assume to be the court of spring proper um which is more of this um stone with like organic looking wood sort of interspersed throughout it all of the trees around you are in blossom. The air is heady with the smell of flowers. It's very anime, actually. <laughs> like, flower petals blowing in the breeze. Um, they don't seem to accumulate on the ground at all. Like, when they hit the ground, they sort of vanish. Yeah, it saves on mm. particle count. Yeah, mm. exactly. It's like, you know, if you want to have ray tracing and flower petals, you got to make some cuts here and there. Yeah. And this way, when eventually, you know, we have our own animated series. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a lot easier for them to... Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a beautiful spring day, and you're being led towards the uh, center of the Court of Spring, which is a tree that is larger even than Teliferous. Oh! Um, currently absolutely bedecked in white flowers that smell heavenly um and there are you can see there are a few um Feyan lords and ladies who are sort of entering this tree as well they are dressed in formal wear and uh sort of being uh, scurrying, they're sort of scurrying into the building, almost like they're running a bit late. Uh, is like there anything? This... Go ahead. I'd like to check if any of them look like they're from the Court of Autumn. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Total nineteen. Uh, based on the colors of their clothes, you guess that a couple of them probably are from the Court of Autumn. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the ones you can see, probably 75% of them are spring, but a quarter are from the other courts. Uh, any Anything else you'd like to check, or anything you want to ask your your guide while you have the opportunity? I, I think I will ask um, if uh, you know, I stride a little faster to uh, draw a level with him and ask... I. Were you given any indication of what our purpose is here? Are we 
are we simply guests of honor to ob observe this grand ceremony or is something required business. of us business or pleasure <laughs> yeah essentially like hey um what what are we in for here like trying to get a sense of that my lady the queen of spring wishes to honor you for the help that you have given her in attaining her throne i see honor honor all of us or and freely given <laughs> yeah <laughs> he... well if if it is the opinion of the uh, Queen of Spring that we were in some way of... I wasn't asking you. I wasn't who asking are you. We I was asking our guide. And uh, obviously the Queen's wisdom is uh, grand and magnificent in that regard. And she's free to thank us for whatever perceived... I was asking our guide. ...assistance she may have. The... <laughs> Not now, Leyland. <laughs> the gentleman sort of watches this exchange with his eyes. <laughs> um, and he says, I believe the invitation was addressed to the five adventurers of the tree ship Teliferous, was it not? It was. <laughs> and here we are. And here you are. We are. How where, soon where until the put... ceremony begins? It will begin in about an hour's time. Where can we put our gift? And I gesture to Falrock. <laughs> <It is ready. laughs> yeah. Uh, he sweeps you inside the door and uh, gestures to a room off of this main entrance hall that um, you can see inside there is a whole pile of wondrous items and artifacts and objects. <laughs> and as you, as you all... As you all enter to put that in, I, I kind of stop Terjux for a second. I say, hang on, I don't think I got my pancake buff. We'll be in in a second. And <laughs> I want to make... Is... And I, I, I go right into the speech and just, like, hand on the shoulder, like, Leolin, when I look into your eyes, I see a strong, confident elf, a leader. Shut up. I, shut up. I was, we, we all ate breakfast together this morning. I got a pancake buff. <laughs> What's up? Terajex pulls Lord. a three-day-old stale pancake out of his pocket. I, I swear if we have another day of almond pancakes. Um, They're good for you. All right. I want to make a perception check to see if those ice sculptures around are better than mine. You have brought the only ice sculpture. <laughs> okay. Oh God, would this be perceived as a gift from winter? <clears throat> Fuck. Oh, as no, it's a it's a gift from water. We're yeah. we're operating water. on a different axis than them. Right, Frozen water, I, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, elements, God. not seasons. Uh, I make right. sure that my card ends up with the uh, ice sculpture before Layla. <laughs> it's gonna me get off. soggy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's I gonna get so I'll freeze it. I'll, I'll I'll snap my fingers and freeze it to the side of it. Fine. There we go. Okay, Leyland, what are you trying to talk to Terajex about? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I just like I just tell him like I have a bad feeling about all of this. If things go south. Just listen to me. Don't argue about it. Tell me what you gave her that made this happen. If the situation arises where you need to know that, I will tell you. We gave her a broken window, right? <laughs> I, I, I know that what you did. I watched the exchange. I followed you that night. Oh, oh. 
And you already know. Just tell me. For all of our benefits, just tell me. I have a plan. I, uh... I don't know if this is the place to discuss it. I, I really think that if it if it comes up, if it becomes relevant, I will let you know. But, uh, with where we are now and what's about to happen, it'll probably come out anyways, so I wouldn't worry too much. Mm. Also, remember, don't give anyone your name. Yeah. <laughs> We've had enough dealings with the Fae. I've gotten that one down. Good. I I worry about Ched sometimes, so I gotta, I'll gotta. i keep an eye well, on him. Um, you make sure Desmond doesn't reach for any alcohol before being offered. Ched's uh. <laughs> Chad just gets an itch on the side of his head at that while he's eating some deviled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, he goes up to a random like, buffet offering? table. No, no, it's yeah. a random buffet table of deviled eggs. He goes up, eats one. There's a face sitting on the table next to him. He's like, can I have your name? Oh, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Are these freely given? <laughs> you already you already took it, sir. You already ate Oh. Them. Okay. Idea, is it not uncomfortable at all for Ched to eat a deviled egg, though? <laughs> well, birds eat other eggs. Yeah, I was gonna time. say birds, birds are vicious okay, bastards. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't birds smell uh, the tree, by the way, so I'm not really enamored with all those flowers, but they look pretty. <laughs> um, we have descended from eagles, and we can't smell. I see. That's uh, an Eric Cocker fact for you, audience. But how's there how's there still eagles if we've descended from eagles? <laughs> Why we do not have time to get into this debate. <laughs> um, as he's you... just like a costing random fae. <laughs> uh, when you come back from depositing your gift and Leyland attempting to shake down Terajex for information, um, your guide says. You are free from the vagaries of the great game while you are attending this coronation. Please feel free to eat and drink at your leisure. Know that you are ah. under the direct protection of the Queen of Spring. Vagaries vague. Good and to know. frankly, it's not in my you dictionary. You have to be a good uh, guest, right? That's, that's you the are expected to act in accordance with the laws of hospitality, yes. Yes, that's what I thought. Okay. Where's the bar? Uh. <laughs> he points to. So you're not getting drunk at the We're coronation. Not. It's a foregone Hall. conclusion. You enter the uh, sort of reception hall, which is not where the coronation will take place, but is where people are sort of gathering and mingling. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a long table on each side of this uh, large, it's almost cathedral-like room, but instead of pillars, there are trees, like whole trees growing in here. Um, okay. The ceiling is glass to allow to allow light to come in. Um, on one side of the hall is a, a veritable smorgasbord of exotic delicacies and feyan treats, the likes of which you have never seen and probably will never have an opportunity to taste again. The other table uh, is lined with punch bowls in every color of the rainbow, and some colors that you are not familiar with. Oh. Excellent. Uh, is there like um, 
like a label for any of these drinks or nope there are cups though if Great. is there um, Hang on. anybody like watching the drinks like i mean people, people are like going and mingling and getting drinks and and chatting okay. and yeah so. can i make an investigation check to see which ones are alcoholic yes See, if you ask to roll dice, then Joe will let you do things. <laughs> it's true. You figured out the secret of the Alchemist Club 152 <laughs> episodes in. Right. Okay, that's a 15. Okay. Um, you are... Here's how I'm going to flavor this for Desmond. Uh, you, you accomplish this investigation check by sticking your finger into each punch bowl. My <laughs> Yep. Uh, and tasting it. Um... I mean, after the first one, it's sterile. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, they are all alcoholic. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so I get my get my emergency <laughs> flask and I fill it up. And I go sit down. Are you, you going to do like the whole like make like you know a little bit of all of them? Yeah, I was, oh, oh, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I was going to ask gonna try and see if they like see if they stack and if I can make a rainbow of drink. Or if they just combine and make a mess. Wait, you're doing it too? Why not? He's a he's a dwarf. It's a party, Leyland. <laughs> Trust me, I, I I understand what I what I'm about here. I'm not gonna drink that much. Happen? So I gotta try a little bit of everything. So yeah. you know. Okay. So Desmond, are what are you getting one like what are you what are you starting with? Or are you just gonna pour a whole bunch of them into your flask? Well, I I have two flasks, one that everybody knows about, the one that only I know about. Uh-huh. Oh. So I fill up. Well, I what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to take which one is the strongest alcohol and put it in my mystery, like my secret flask, and just save it for later. The other flask I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to do each one individually, see which one I like better, and then go back and just kind of fill it up from the one I like the most. Okay, that seems reasonable. Um, so you go through them and some of them taste like really good cocktails. Um, yeah. one of them just tastes like punch. Um, I'm looking for like a cinnamon or like a vanilla or something like that. Your favorite is probably the one that tastes like a sea breeze on a spring morning. Yes. Okay. So I take, I, I fill up my, my, everybody knows about flask with that one. And then I get one of the, the solo cups and just kind of. Sit at the table next to that punch bowl <laughs> and drink until I get until they won't let me have any more. Uh, oh which my god! Never happens. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just gonna kind of sit there, and you guys just come get me whenever you're done. Um. <laughs> Alrighty. Falrock, you he's behaving. <laughs> Is he? He is behaving. For now. Listen, he didn't say like, he was behaving I well. My, I thought, he's I drinking. I thought my babysitting privileges were taken away. I am required. Cobra Desmond knew that he had to play by the rules of being a good guest. So he's not going to do anything to to really... You know what? That's fair. Besides, um, new Desmond TM is much better behaved than old Desmond. Yes. Right. Um, Farak, as you are... are pondering how best to accomplish your your rainbow drink uh excursion you notice that some of the uh 
lords and ladies in attendance are indeed like they'll get a little bit of one punch bowl and then a little bit of another and they do layer but some of them will stir them and those produce even more exotic and unusual colors than um than the ones available you know a stock solution mm. Mm. okay yeah i think i'll just go with the the like color tiered concoction the whole spectrum <clears throat> i'm not not gonna mix i'm just gonna take it a little bit at a time you know okay uh, that way like i take a sip and it's just a single color that i take off the top yeah yeah and that is that is something that works perfectly well and it looks fantastic in your cup look at me i'm sophisticated (laughs) (laughs) you go go around saying that to various fey and nobility i I say it to myself once once it's done Uh, and then i never say it again (laughs) what what are the other three members of the party up to i orders a flight um, <laughs> ah, wow, that was totally. I didn't even mean it uh-huh. until that came out of my mouth. Sure. Seriously, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I, did, I just pictured, oh, yeah, well, I wouldn't mix. I would just get like six little. Like, a, what's that called again? Oh, a flight. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a flight. Nobody believes my you. Bad. My bad. My uh-huh. bad. What? No, I'm serious. Oh, God. I'm serious, but yeah, you guys continue thinking. Continue thinking I'm smarter than I actually am. Thank you. Uh, so I'll get a flight of as many colors as I can and slowly sip them. Okay, they are they are delicious. Um, Wonderful, Leyland. I'm Terajex, You go last because I know you're going to be the longest. <laughs> we'll see. Le- Leyland tries a couple, but mainly sticks to the 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 different assorted like foods and buffet lines and whatnot. But uh-huh. he, Drinks very little of the punches. There's a pie made of dreams, which is exquisite. The crust yes. is light and flaky. The interior is sweet and tender. <clears throat> yeah, Leylan indulges a bit more in that, and his mood starts to change a little bit, too. So does your waistline. <laughs> it starts to soften. It starts to soften. Mm-hmm. Ever so slightly. <clears throat> And Tara there... Oh, go ahead. I no Desmond. Well, Desmond I, first. I was going to ask if there was any sort of like extracurricular effects that the the food or drink was having, other than just like being fruit and drink, not like hallucinogenic or <clears throat> anything like that. Uh, not that you're aware of. Um, okay. This is a, a formal fan event. It's you know it it's there as. You know, provided refreshments rather than entertainment. Uh, real, real quick before before Terajax, Leyland wants to look around and see if there's any other non-fay guests. Um, is a vampire friend there? Is there a vampire <laughs> friend? Make a make a perception check. Sure. Oh, that's only a ten. Um, you don't in the. And the buzz notice any non-fey. Um, you do spot a couple of members that of the of the fey and lords and ladies that don't really match up with your preconceived expectations of of what somebody from one of the four courts would look like. They have 
very, very pale skin inlaid with sort of almost iridescent... You think they might be tattoos? Ooh. Um, that are sort of like swirls and shimmers across uh, across their exposed skin. Um, but yeah, you don't you don't spot any mortals per se. Gotcha. Okay, now Terrajax. So uh, when it comes to the food and drink, the rule that I will be following this evening is I'm only going to take one sip or one bite of a thing because there's too much to try and I can't get stuck eating one thing for more than a bite. So I'm going around sampling one of, not everything, but things that catch my fancy. And as I am doing this, you're gliding around with a, a small thimble full of a particularly exotic drink or a, a single morsel picked from a table, I would like to do some networking. Uh-huh. Um, I'm I'm just gonna glide around between you know the various gatherings of Fey. Uh, where there is an opening in a circle, I will glide myself in and perhaps uh, share a, a brief bit of chatter with them or uh, of a fun joke or an anecdote from the mortal world, and then uh, you know glide away to the next group and leave them wondering who is that dashing gentleman uh, what what strange uh circumstances could have brought a mortal to this realm who is the wind seeker and the ones that came with him um if i could use like persuasion maybe to uh you know shake some hands learn some names cultivate an air of mystique uh yeah go ahead i i will tell you now that you're not going to learn any names that's uh, yeah no, not names but like status and rank and sure. uh, the relationship of individuals to each other mm -hmm. uh that is going to be a total of 24 Ooh. uh yeah so you managed to uh sort of wind your way from circle to circle um and there is one thing that you immediately notice as you are as you are making the rounds, uh -huh. uh, which is that about half of the uh, Feyan lords and ladies in this room are, from what you can tell... Actually, make an, an insight check to go along with this. Sure. Um, that is going to be a 16. Okay, uh, yeah, about half of the lords and ladies in this room are deeply, gravely offended that you and your compatriots are present here. Mm -hmm. um, Either they were going to be super interested in us, like the fact that we were invited, <laughs> they were going to be pissed. It was one or the yeah. Other. yeah. Um, That's fine. I can work with that. So well, that I, is... I kind of I doubted people were going to be thrilled about Everyone was going to be thrilled about mortal Lady Blossom's ascendance as well. So yeah, yes. Um, and now that you're now that you're noticing this and thinking about it, um, you think back to your short walk in here, and some of the buildings outside were kind of uh, kind of ramshackle, kind of bombed you know, out, <laughs> a little a little war torn. Um, <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, but so you you pretty quickly learn that you know, about half of the people in this room, the only thing you're going to gain from association is an icy stare. Mm -hmm. Um 
amongst fortunately the... i am completely immune to those <laughs> yes <laughs> it's the fiery stairs that I have what, what's, the, what's the difference from anywhere else we go <laughs> <laughs> right exactly this is just life <laughs> Uh, the other half are either, you know, sort of indifferent to you or, you know, actively interested. There are a handful that you can, you could tell are like, man, I, and one of them outright says to you, I sure wish you weren't, you know, under the, the ages of the queen right now, because I would love to have an exotic mortal servant to add to my retinue. (laughs) (laughs) Some other time. Yeah. (laughs) Um... And so, yeah, you, you managed to, you know, pick up some, some networks, uh, networking, you managed to meet a few fan lords and ladies of various rank and description, uh, who I will not be providing details on because I, I do not have them. Right. It's just like, you know, in the future, if they end up in their service to the queen needing, you know, mortals, I, I want our names to be... Not our names, but our existence to be sort of like uh-huh. floating around in their awareness. Yeah, just like Pouring oh, hey, I, re- I remember those those fine gentlemen that I met to, at the coronation. To any fae <laughs> who wants us, just you know, <laughs> freely given. <laughs> God, I, I have promised nothing, and I have offered nothing. I have merely cultivated mystique. Mm-hmm. Um, the the questions unasked are often the most interesting ones. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm just going to kind of glide around, listen to gossip, uh, spin a few yarns of my own, sample the food and drink, and uh, enjoy myself. It's a party, after all. It is a party. Um, so, yeah, after about an hour passes, your guide from before appears at the large double doors at the end of the room and says in a voice that echoes throughout the entire hall although he isn't he doesn't appear to be speaking any louder than he did before um the coronation ceremony will begin presently please make your way to the throne room and the doors swing open and there is a another sort of large hall here that's kind of reminiscent of you know sort of the entryway of any disney castle you care to think of with you know (laughs) the wings of stairs going up one side and uh passageways going off in in various directions yeah um and the various wings of the castle you might say i might say that but (laughs) you'll note that i didn't um you're right you said wings of stairs i did say wings of stairs which is a different thing um the wings you the the various uh members of the congregation are uh, sort of shuffle their way up the stairs and through the doors at the top and you enter into the the throne of spring um which is a, a large magnificent chamber the pillars in here are not trees but um intricately carved stone with um vines sort of making their way up the sides stained glass windows line either side of this hall with images of various um aspects of spring uh pictured within them and there is a throne at the far end of the room that is um made of wood living wood um 
and Ooh. it is currently bedecked uh, on its arms and back with um, large flowers of a, of a variety you've never seen before. One of the aspects of spring that's uh, depicted on the wall has a bunch of guys standing around in high-vis vests and hard hats looking at a pothole. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yes, mm. the various members of the court shuffle and in line, uh, the sides of the room, um, making sure to leave the pathway, um, from the doors up to the throne clear. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you guys position yourselves anywhere in particular or just... Wherever it's convenient. I, um, I assume we near the door. Seat. Yeah, I was going to ask if we have like, assigned seats or... It doesn't look yeah. like it, no. Okay. okay. Uh, close to the central aisle, if possible. Um, I mean... We don't want to be right at the front, but like tastefully behind... Like, yeah, I, I was going to say, family. we're not worthy of the front, but like two or three rows back, you know, where... Yeah. We could kind of get an eye for like, oh, this is where the super important people yeah. stop and where the schlubs start, and we're right. we're kind of we, in the middle. We're literally the only one with a, a video recorder, so I think we should be able to get a good view. Oh yeah, I should oh, be no. recording. <laughs> oh god, you you are not here as the uh, coronation videographer, so um, yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, you you make your way. You, I guess you. If you want to split the party up to, no. No, <laughs> uh, no I, I, I make it a point that I make sure everyone is in a line in front of me, and when someone goes into an aisle, everyone else goes to sit in the same aisle. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna make it a point to make sure my both of my flasks are full before we go in. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. No, these coronations right. are always long. Um. The gentleman wearing black with his uh, yellow pinstripes um, goes to stand beside the throne. Um, the sort of general of the crowd quiets down. And uh, he says, announcing the Lady of Blossoms prodigal daughter of the court, keeper of the crown of petals and scepter of renewal, the cleansing reign, the new and rightful queen of the court of spring. And the doors swing open again, and the Lady of Blossoms is there, dressed in a, an absolutely stunning um, buttercup yellow dress. There is a crown of flowers upon her head, and looking at it, you notice that no two flowers are the same. Ooh. Um, it is it is a crown of every flower. Every flower. <laughs> she has in her hand the scepter of renewal, and there is a cloak of fresh new leaves draped uh, across her shoulders. And she makes her stately way down the aisle to the to the throne. And to re very briefly refresh my memory and the memory of the audience, the crown of petals and the cloak are what was uh, assisted with, if I'm remembering. I thought right. it was the scepter and the crown. 
I, for some reason, I thought it was the cloak. Was it all three? I thought it was just two. Joe, was it? Um, I would have to dig back through my notes, but I'm... Because re- she, she gave me, like, a, a circlet and a cloak, and then I'm pretty sure I gave both of those back. Well, she gave you two items, and three came out. Oh, okay. So it was oh, like a... Okay. Yeah. Because so I definitely remember the scepter. She gave you... She gave you the cloak and the circlet, and you returned to her a cloak, a circlet, and a scepter. Got it. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> um, uh, yeah, I will. I will watch the proceedings with great interest. This is the first time I've been to a fey coronation, so yes. Um, <laughs> there's a there's a very ceremonial sort of like. She takes the crown off and gives it to the gentleman in black, and um, he like puts it back on her head as the as the coronation. There's a lot of talking in Sylvan. Um, the longest part of the ceremony is when each of the lords or ladies of spring is called forth to swear fealty to the Lady of Blossoms, and this is done with varying degrees of enthusiasm, as you as you might have guessed. Man, <laughs> yeah. they couldn't have just, like, they couldn't have done this all at once. Ched kind of, like, whispers under his breath. <laughs> They're taking notes while, while this is going on. Like, who, who bows the lowest? Yeah, who, yeah, the, know, this, is our, this is our hit list. Like, it's like, gives yeah, the I moistest know. smooch on the hand. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm uh, I am like part of me is definitely analyzing like who the dissenters are and trying to get a sense of like cuz you know we still know very little about the politics of the court so like knowing which courts are most firmly behind spring versus which ones are most opposed and well, maybe um, some people like are that. hiding their um their allegiances you know yeah 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 or they're like they're making a very big show of not bowing to her, but in reality they do support. Like, There's all I'm that your kind biggest of stuff. fan. <laughs> I love you. Uh, after the vassals of Spring have sworn allegiance, representatives of the other courts uh, come forward to sort of congratulate the Lady of Blossoms, who I guess I could just call Aurelia now. Um, because that's oh. that's a thing that's out there. Um, Pretty. On her ascendancy and uh, the continued goodwill and well wishes of their respective courts. This includes, of course, summer, autumn, winter, and the undercourt. Um, oh. This last declaration uh. made by one of those uh, fae that has very pale skin and the iridescent tattoos, question mark? Have we? I, I don't recall hearing of the Undercourt previously. Is yeah, that, you haven't heard right. of the Undercourt previously. But I do okay. like a history check or something to know if I've ever heard of them mm. or like a Good story luck. or anything. You certainly can. Um, All right, you'll make this with or, disadvantage. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, oh, I rolled a twelve on each, so uh, thirteen total. You don't recall having ever heard of the Undercourt, but as you are sort of rifling through your memory about this, mm-hmm. you do recall that you have once upon a time seen somebody else who had a similar sort of physical appearance to to these folk 
the Lord of Bones. The the Baron of Bones. Baron of Bones. Oh, who you met oh, on the way home my, from my Sindrian. good business associate. Mm-hmm. I should probably figure out what that gem does, huh? Maybe. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, later. Um. So after after all of those uh, formalities are taken care of, uh, Queen Aurelia um, sort of gestures for the crowd to to settle a little bit, and she says, "I am sorry that." my rise to power had to be such a violent and bloody one. But as all of you are well aware, I was denied my birthright, and now I have reclaimed it. I hope moving forward to avoid such distasteful methods of rulership, and I hope that we can work together in the future to truly help the Court of Spring blossom to its full potential. Start to clap, but does does and then I stop because nobody else does. There's you start like a smattering of applause that yeah. quickly dies out. It's just like really enthusiastic from a one portion of the room. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I I applaud. It was a good speech. Uh, and she turns and smiles at the five of you, uh, <laughs> and she says, "I." have a gift to bestow upon our unusual guests for for this ceremony. Mm. Mm. Uh, Chad looks a little antsy. The five, (laughs) if the five adventurers would please uh, step before the throne. I I start stepping. We go up. Okay. In the back. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. uh, I'll lead the way. I give a very respectful and formal double finger pistols. A bow once we reach the steps. Uh-huh. Nope. The the gentleman in black clears his throat. Uh at, the, at the other three of you. Full full know. winged full winged bow. Okay. Deep. Yep. Leyland. I, I, I bow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it is not the big, you know, fancy thing that everyone. Leyland bows, but, but he crosses his fingers behind his back. <laughs> <laughs> There's a gas. You'd see that. I, I do. I do bow. I do not do anything disrespectful. Okay. He crosses his toes, obviously. Yeah. Because <laughs> he'd see the fingers. Mm-hmm. I have much to thank you for, my friends. You have been with me every step of the way on this journey. Relatively speaking, for your lifetime, we just feel thousands of fae glaring <laughs> at the back of our heads. Right. Yeah, and so I would like to express my gratitude in a in a sort of more formal way by offering the five of you the title of Baron of the Roaming Tree. <gasps> oh, <laughs> that's cool. I I look over to see if Falrock is in range to grab me if I were to step up and accept it on our behalf. <laughs> Falrock's in the front, so... Yeah. Falrock's I, I am right next to you, and I am, like, <laughs> ready to reach out and grab your coattails. I'm vibrating in place. <laughs> yep. And she smiles benevolently down at you from the throne and says, Do you accept? 
was like, yes. We what? What? Yeah, yeah, we humbly accept this offer. We are not worthy of it, but we will strive to do the best we can. Don't even ask any. You don't even ask any questions. What does this nope. entail? What is I don't care. Told. I, I don't care. We we do not it understand cool. the the full consequence of this, but hopefully it shall be explained to us. Oh, for... <laughs> what does a baron need to do, anyways? She. <laughs> Uh, like Leyland is like actively like yeah I like twenty episodes have just been Leyland's descent into madness. I mean, you know, you gotta go where the wind takes you, and today the wind has taken me into a position of high political power. I didn't say no. I didn't say we're gonna say no, but I also wasn't gonna just say yes, like just unabashedly no, like. We're we're fine. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll make we're the best of okay. it. You've said that a lot lately, Fall Rock. Yeah, well, we've been <laughs> fine. So there you go. Uh, Queen Aurelia smiles benevolently down at you and says, "I'm absolutely delighted to be able to balance the scales between us." And I believe. Oh, um, sorry. I have notes here that I got distracted by the party's reaction to that. Um, uh, immediately after uh, offering you this this landed title, uh, that that is that a pun. She has there. control of the tree now, guys. Like, if that means we're under her, that's kind of what I was thinking. She like, could have she done no that idea. anyways. Yeah. Um. But immediately, uh, immediately after offering you this title, there is a shriek of dissent uh, from further back in the room, and uh, a gentleman wearing a a very pale gray suit sort of pushes his way out of the crowd and says, "This is unconscionable! Appointing mortals as members of the court! How dare you!" And she. Why does he care? We're only going to hold the position for like seventy years. Yeah, she... uh, shall we escort this man out? She no. flicks... some, of, some of us no. live longer. Some of us live longer, Terajax. Some of well... us live half as long. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm averaging. Okay. Also, you got to subtract twenty years because of you know, the spicy sunny D. Oh yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> gestures, and. This this man turns into a topiary. Oh, like <laughs> is okay, converted yeah. into a hedge that has been trimmed in the shape of a Feyen lord. Yeah, mm-hmm. very tastefully done, Your yeah. Majesty. We yeah, are under her protection, she can't. Good do dog. That. Good job. <laughs> uh, I I will you know hands clasped behind my back. Uh, Calmly waiting for the the crowd to either settle or all yeah. rise up to kill us. That's what I was gonna I was gonna say. Like, <laughs> and the the intervening like shock and uh, sort of disruption of this is when you have your little back and forth about how are we accepting this immediately? <laughs> Chad's like like you can see him kind of like the gears are turning in his head, and and inside his mind he's flipping through the the mental spell pages in his head like just like floramorph what is this how how did you do that flesh to plant yeah what the how hell how do you learn <laughs> um, there's your way to neutralize hatchling blood yeah 
turn him into a fucking bush. <laughs> um, so yes, um, she she then after things have settled and you have you have accepted the title, uh, she uh-huh. smiles and says, "I believe that will conclude the coronation ceremony." Um, shall we move on to the reception? And I think yes. that's where we're going to stop. Um, so, this has been a very eventful episode of The Alchemist Club. I've been Joe, your host and your dungeon master. Uh, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on any podcasting platform that you care to peruse. Matthew, our socials. You can find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our newly titled Barons of the Roaming Tree are uh, Daniel playing Baron Fleek. Daniel <laughs> playing Lord Desmond the Divine. I'm Zach and I play Lord Falrock who has tasted the rainbow. <laughs> You've been waiting this um... whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yup, yup. I'm Matt and playing really doesn't want to be Baron Leyland. <laughs> Waffle introducing his eminent storminess, Tara Jux Thanks for joining us.